Good morning, Dr. Hansen. How are you doing? Well, good morning. Does this sound like Dr. Hansen's voice there, Shannon? Wow, your octave went a little bit higher. Is that <laughs> yeah, this is Dr. Buckhart <laughs> filling in for uh, Dr. Hansen today. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. And you? I'm doing good. You're sounding great. It's good to hear your voice. Everybody, welcome aboard. We're excited to be here today with Dr. E.J. Buckhart, World Ministries International. Brother E.J., would you like to open us up in prayer? Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for the opportunity of radio waves, Lord, that can go around the world, that we can bring the warning message to those that have ears to hear and will be willing to listen. But I also pray, Lord, that they will put into action all that they hear, Lord, so that we can return this nation back to biblical principles and receive your blessings instead of your cursings. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Just to let you know, uh, I will be filling in for Dr. Hansen during the month of July. He and his family are ministering throughout many of the states here in the United States at churches and conferences. And so therefore, I will be filling in. And I want to welcome those who will be listening by radio, shortwave TV, or social media. Today, you're going to be blessed with two very excellent interviews. One of them will be with the two ladies, Anna Kane, the co-founder and CEO, and Nicole Orozco, the co-founder and SCO of the Flame Newspaper, the Flame Newspaper and Censorship. And this is going to be an eye-opener for all those that are listening. And the second one was an interview done with Dr. Hansen and Sydney Hemimore. She will be explaining a lot has to do with pastor's prophecies that are coming to pass. We thank you for that, and now, please listen. I have a special program today, two guests in the studio. I have an Anna Kane, that's Anna Kane, and then a Cole. And uh, I'm going to let her pronounce her last name. But um, they're from the flame. You say, what is the flame? Well, we're going to get to that. Do you understand that we're in trouble today? you understand that the nations around the world are trying to come into an area of control and censorship? They're being forced upon that by world leaders, by the elite, by what we would call a new world order, by the United Nations, the European Union, uh, the Central Bank. Uh, we are in a situation today that if the church doesn't wake up, let me tell you something, we're going to lose our freedoms. So, Anna, welcome to the program Warning. Thank you for having us. Nicole. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Okay. And Nicole, uh, since I did not say your last name, why don't you pronounce it? My name is Nicole Orozco, and I am the co-founder and CSO of The Flame, which is a physical newspaper. Okay. And that was my next question. What is the flame? <laughs> so she gave a short answer. Uh, Anna, you want to give a longer answer? What is the flame? The flame is a newspaper for the people, by the people, um, to fight censorship. We're seeing massive censorship on um, social platforms and in mainstream media. And um, so paper is the only way out of that echo chamber um, and to fight censorship. So um, God put a calling on our hearts and we um, created the flame and it's people powered. So people are subscribing from all over the United States and passing it out into their communities. Wow. 
So a physical newspaper. Yes. Newspaper is back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Nicole, yes. what city and state is the flame out of? Well, the flame is out of um, the north of Seattle. So I'm in Linwood and Anna's in Lake Stevens. And we print out of a publishing company close to Seattle. Okay. Um, we, we were um, guided by, by God at the beginning when I saw a little lady pass out a paper. Yes. And it was, I was in church and she's passing out a little like vaccine information with resources. Mm -hmm. Thought, Jesus, this has to go in massive amounts all through the country. That's the only way. And a week later, we saw our friend um, on Dr. Tempenny's show and he was doing a paper out of Canada and he's able to do this without advertising and get out to three to 500,000 monthly across Canada and um, so I called him and said, hey, we need this in America. And he said, do you want to run America? So I said, Anna, want to do a newspaper? She said, okay. And so we became the, um, the American leaders for a Canadian newspaper. But he pulled out of America and the flame was born. So Wow. That was one of my questions. How did it get started? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so do you want to add anything to that, Anna? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I think that such a time as this and um, God has already prepared people for certain things. And I think that um, through prayer, well, I know, I don't think um, through prayer, I have been praying for probably, I don't know, a good six months of what God had next for me. My, my youngest was getting ready to go to school full time. And um, so I'm, I just was in, in deep prayer um, because I, I wanted to make sure that um, my life is purposeful. Um, and purpose filled. And um, so God said, you'll do social media influencing and write short stories. And I said, oh, heck no. <laughs> um, definitely, I have stage fright. And I, to be honest, I don't love reading and writing. I love being in relationship. Okay. And um, so I'm like, this doesn't even make sense until I ran into Nicole. <laughs> wow. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are in serious, serious times. Uh, Nicole, Anna, uh, I've met him before. This is not their first time on my warning program. They've been in my radio, social media studio. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, I know them, uh, how serious they are, their heart. And when we are in my conference room, I'll tell you what, uh, they're passionate. Mm -hmm. They are passionate. They're just about preaching at me. And uh, I say, hey, guys, we're preaching to the choir because we're all on the same team. Yes. But uh, they're sharp. They're in tune. And I'll tell you what, we were just at a political rally together, a Friday and Saturday, where uh, I prayed for the candidate for Republican uh, for the state of Washington. That's for the governor. And then I spoke the next day. And so they were there. And uh, I'll tell you what, we have to have uh, voices out there that are passionate, that will speak the truth, that's not f afraid of uh, intimidation, of threats. Mm -hmm. Because frankly, what you're doing... Uh, what I'm doing, there can be intimidation, there can be threats, uh, there can be, again, even worse, mm -hmm. because we are in a situation that uh, is hostile in America. Mm -hmm. I've never seen America like this before. Mm -hmm. This is the most unique situation I've ever seen in America, where we have uh, a government led by evil people, uh, and I'll tell you what, not even legitimate in some cases, mm -hmm. and yet uh, they're trying to topple the republic Move us into a new world order. What you're seeing in America is sheer 
communism. Yes. Nicole? Yeah, and that's why we need a physical paper. Um, you know, we need to move the movable middle. And what the movable middle is, the mom and dad that don't understand that we're in a war. They know something's up. They, I mean, everybody knows it by seeing the fentanyl on the streets, the homelessness, the inflation, the gas prices. What are they, Five ninety nine in some areas in Washington State right now? They see it, but they have to work. With inflation, it's even harder. So two jobs, they come home, take their kids to soccer, you know, turn on the mainstream media and watch propaganda. So they know something's up, but they're watching propaganda. So the only way through this to bypass this is a physical paper. If a hundred churches or organizations just pass these out to their congregation and told them to pass it out to a waitress or a, a truck driver or a, a auto shop person, a hundred in each state would get 500,000 copies out every single month. And it would be a million with those, those waitresses and, and the coffee shop person that they pass it out to. A thousand in each state would be 15 million papers going every month, 30 million. That could transform America. I don't know if we could stop the train, but we need to wake the people up because we're, we're to be watchmen on the wall and pastors out there. Pastors, you need to get involved. This is way you don't have to preach it from the pulpit. But you get 100 or 500 copies and you pass it out to your congregation. And now you're doing both kings and priests work. You're doing your due diligence because the blood will be on your hands. If we lose America, we lose everything. We lose the right to worship. We lose the right to, to go on mission trips. We use, lose the right of our youth groups, of funding our youth camps, all of it, to sing. We lose it. This paper is an answer. This paper is a must. It's, it's our conversation with every single one, every month. And we lose not only our, our rights and our freedoms, but possibly our children in our lives. Yes. You know, I just did a program uh, going against 5599, referendum 5599, the state of Washington. And uh, I'm going to do a follow-up in a couple hours from right now with, with a political leader coming in, a solid Christian conservative. But um, 5599, as you know, they passed it in Olympia, already passed. Yep. Yep. Where if your little child, a boy or girl, uh, says uh, anything innocent, you know, I, maybe, may, maybe I'm a boy, maybe I'm a girl, mm -hmm. and they know you're a conservative, a Christian, and they don't think you're going to support their mentality, uh, they can literally, right now, take them out of your home, or before they get home, kidnap them, that's what it is, kidnapping, remove them, put them in a, what they call a Safeway house, even do a sex operation, and you don't have a choice. Now, if this isn't Germany all over again with Hitler in control, what is it, Anna? Well, it's exactly that. It's, it's complete takeover of the family. Um, it's complete propaganda in groupings, um, keeping people from being able to uphold Christian values and stand firm on those without being prosecuted. Um, we definitely are living in upside down worlds. The fact that anyone, I don't care what political party you are, um, what country you come from, um, who your parents, I don't, I don't care about your upbringing. This is insane to think that separating children from parents 
because parents are trying to actually care for their child. I mean, we have systems in place when children are in danger for a purpose. But this is not has nothing to do with your child being in danger. This has everything to do with breaking down the system of family. Because if we don't have the system of family and we do not respect our parents, we do not respect our children, we do not respect our mothers and our fathers, there's nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a direct attack on God himself, mm -hmm. LGBTQ. What is that? Uh, a direct attack on God's government. That's the family. And again, you can't rehabilitate, you can't reproduce, so it's total depopulation what the United Nations is, is geared for. They're geared for actually depopulation. You know, Nicole, a couple years ago, I looked at the census, and the census said a couple years ago, the United States by 2025 would only have one million people. Now, where is the other 200 plus million? What happened in five short years? We're supposed to be growing. I've seen that report. This is total depopulation. It's Marxism and people die under, they call it socialism and people um, think that's a good thing or even communism. They think it's all kumbaya. But if you look at any communist regime, Marxist, Marxist regime or um, any type of totalitarian regime Everybody dies. That's the whole point. It's an evil. It's a, it's a spirit. And that's what's happening. We did have um, 5599 in our paper. So that's the beauty of a physical paper is people don't realize. Uh, we also have an article on how it mutilates children, what home, hormone blockers do, things like that. Well, the people in the middle think they're just loving Let's just let, let and let live is what they're told. Just let people do what they want. Uh, stay out of my business. Stay in your own lane. But they're mutilating children. So they don't know what the hormone blockers do. They don't know what, what the actual surgeries do. They don't know the suicide levels. That's coming out in July. You should subscribe. And so by getting this paper into people's hands, they get facts of what they're really doing to kids. They're hurting children on so many levels. Abortion, on the mutilation of children through the sex change and through the, um, through the binding. They're binding and then they're mutilating and doing mastectomies on these children. But people don't see that. That's not what they're taught. They're taught that they're just doing goodness and that it will save their lives. So it seems good. They twist the words. But by getting our paper, we tell you facts. We're not trying to do it in a preachy way or a we're teaching you these are statistics this is what's really happening and this is why you need to activate and we give you solutions how to activate so ladies and gentlemen again we are under assault the nation is under attack uh, the church literally is under attack the christian family is under attack mm -hmm. they hate the christian family they hate mm -hmm. true christians why? Because we're in the way of this new world order. The United Nations is against uh, what they call the old world order of Judeo-Christian values. Therefore, the new world order of abortion, homosexuality, uh, no child being born anymore, uh, euthanasia, they are totally against the old world order that made America great. And so people don't seem to understand that our freedoms even our lives, Anna, is under attack right now. Even our lives. 
100%. Um, I just shared with you earlier um, being prophesied over and um, somebody thanking me for being involved in politics. And, and I had righteous anger. No. Christians are going to be on their hands and knees and shot in the back of the head if we do not stand in the gap. And, and like Nicole said earlier, the train's moving. We can notify and notify because that's our responsibility. Um, and we have to stand firm in that. It is our responsibility not to have blood on our hands and to warn. And, you know, our government has done a very, very good job. I, I was speaking with somebody um, just a few weeks ago about how it's the highly educated people who are looked at respectfully, who have... They just have no common sense. They're the ones who are trained in just going along to get along. No, this is for the greater good of humanity. We need to love all. I want to be caring. There's this cognitive dissidence in the highly educated population in the United States that our government would ever be involved in anything that is happening today. They just do not believe it. So when the paper, we do our best to find the things that are most important um, to be a seed for people to dig a little bit deeper because that's what it's going to take. They genuinely think that what's happening is loving and kind until it happens to them and they have their own physical feelings about it and they're like wait a minute no this can't be good and and then they'll move that we're already way behind i i don't know what people are waiting for and your kids and grandkids depend on it so mm -hmm. yep ladies and gentlemen i wrote a book called the science of judgment mm -hmm. over 300 pages to be used in over 200 bible colleges the science of judgment god not only holds individuals responsible yeah for sin, but a nation that legalizes it, that tolerates it. You heard me say before 1973, sodomy was a crime. You were arrested. I used to study to be a psychologist. One of my degrees is in that. The diagnostic study of mental disorders, they go into all of these problems with homosexuals and they classify them in different areas of disability, mentally. Lesbians, homosexuals, cross-dressing, everything. Let me tell you, nothing has ever changed until now. It is still a problem. Like Nicole and Anna said, we love people, no matter who they are, broken people, in adultery, homosexuality, lesbianism, cross You love them. You love them enough to tell the truth, to put their life back together so they can come out of that lifestyle that has a medium age 20 to 30 years less because they die because of their behaviors. Nicole? Yeah, and it, there's a lot coming at us. I mean, that's one topic out of a million with the border crisis and with the, the election, you know, integrity and just the total attack of the family on so many levels, um, the CRT in the schools, the pornography in the schools. If you look at a multi-leveled war, the vaccine injuries... You know, you look at a war and there's a full frontal attack on every everything that's of value in our country right now. And it's our job to, to help our kids and our grandkids. You know, we don't know when Jesus is coming, but he says, occupy until I come. And our job, pastor's job, church's job, 
organization's job is really to get this news out to not just the echo chamber, not just our censored, the, the people we could send, but actually people that um, we're calling in the troops. And that's got to be all of America. Everybody cares about their kids. Everybody cares about their grandkids. They might have warped perceptions right now or be blinded, but we need to unblind, take the scales off the eyes. And the way to do that is a physical paper. It's, we got to go back to physical paper because the censorship is just um, unreal. Even Twitter now, people, even Twitter. <laughs> well, censorship is, is so evil. Again, that's a communist tactic. Mm -hmm. It's a tactic that dictators use in countries. I traveled the world since 85. And so most countries have, especially third world countries, have censorship. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, we have censorship. I lost my YouTube channel years ago, so we're on an alias, Jonathan Hansen Ministries, but the World Ministries International YouTube channel, they, they pulled off mm -hmm. because I exposed the corruption in the elections, the stealing of elections mm -hmm. across America, not only the president's election, yes. but I exposed again what's in these COVID vaccinations. Mm -hmm. Now, who is getting it? People that had the vaccination. Young people are just turning over, athletes and just dying. Mm -hmm. I reported it with doctors and scientists reporting what's in it and the dangers of it and how they're refusing to take it. Why is there such a shortage in hospitals of doctors and nurses? They left. Right. They wouldn't take it. Yep. So people are dying. Mm -hmm. And we must understand one of the goals of the New World Order is depopulation. It's on the back of the paper every month. That's what I'm covering next. What type of stories do you cover in this newspaper? Anything that is being censored, <laughs> um, anything that will save lives. Um, I, again, God calls us to occupy, and He puts things in front. It, it's it's crazy, um, Doctor Hansen, because really. God creates this paper every single month. People are reaching out and we're talking about the UN. You know, they're voting in September um, for New World Order and people have no idea it's happening. Um, you have 5599 that we covered. People had no, no, it, it can't pass. No, that, that won't pass. Um, there, there's so many things. Um, we're moving into, we moved into the seven mountains. Christians need to take back the seven mountains. Um, and entertainment, we, we've, we've sat in pews because our pastors have told us, don't worry, know the word, pray, God has it all figured out. He does, God's, he has, created he has finished he has followed the full circle but he asks us to be in relationship with him and to occupy with him and so there's a huge goal there and so with what we're covering um it, it definitely is to be a seed and to get people activated to ask more because we we just talked about censorship censorship is at such a high that we are talking amongst each other in the echo chamber or people aren't seeing it. So if we can get a seed planted on the street, then they'll go look for programs like yours. They'll go look for programs like Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. They'll go look for Brideon and AMP and The Flame. Um, they'll decide, hey, you know, 
I should probably be telling all my neighbors, my, my family and my community, because I want to save the children in my own community, to subscribe and get these papers out. Um, Nicole, anything you'd like to add to stories? She, she's the layout queen. Theirs is on the back page every month. So yeah. we show the deaths from the vaccine. And it's straight from the CDC. It's the um, open VERS is where we get the red box summaries every single month. And I think it's like at 38,000 deaths. Well, times that by, you know, anywhere from 1% to 10% because they only report 1% to 10%. But even at 35,000 deaths, and I think there's like 1.6 million claims, and they're logged, they're backlogged months and months and months. But the, the, the point is, is that the average person will see a CDC report and go, when in the history of the United States of America or the world has any manufacturer allowed 35,000 deaths, even 35, and it's probably more like 3.5 million or something, um, or at least 350,000. When in the when the history of the United States have they not taken something off the shelf for that many deaths? The average person could use, hopefully, their common sense and look at those numbers. I'll tell you what, there should be trials going on oh, yeah. of genocide, like the Nuremberg trials. Yes. Because according to the Hague, you know, after Hitler was defeated, uh, you weren't supposed to be able to force anyone to have a vaccination. Mm -hmm. It was totally unconstitutional, yet they tried to force it on Americans. Yeah. And many people took it under force or lose their, lose their jobs. Mm -hmm. I never took it. I don't think you guys took it. No, we uh, did Just not. keep your immune system healthy. It's just a virus. And uh, it was brought upon us intentionally. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, more is coming. They want to depopulate the world. Now, this is a flame. I'm looking at it right now. CNN, MSNBC, Newsweek, rest of mainstream media, wrong about Bronson case. It's alive. So take a look at this. And this is what the Flame newspaper is all about. So this is what you can have. This is what you should read. Now, uh, again, Nicole, how do you distribute this Flame nationally? Well, we, you know, we started with donations, which we still do. And we get so many copies printed and we have volunteers take them to stores and to auto shops and to restaurants. But the biggest way that we get this distributed, and our call to action is Gideon's Army right now, because churches and organizations should order 100 or more. 100 is $80 a month, and you could pass them out at your door, and that's our distribution model. But people um, subscribe for massive amounts. Right now we're shipping, I think, 8,000 papers a month. And it could be millions. We would have the facility. We have the back-end systems to do this. But um, the call to action, we really thought about getting in so there's no waste, is the organization's turning point, I'm calling on you. Children's Health Defense, I'm calling on you. You know, all the biggest organizations or small organizations, get it to your members. Have them pass it out in their community to one other person. Churches, do the same thing. Hand them out at your door and tell them to pass it out to one other person. Again, I did the numbers, but distribution is subscriptions. That's the number one thing. We need Gideon's Army. We have an affiliate program. We pay on the first subscription. Go to theflameusa.com, become an affiliate. You could be a warrior in Gideon's Army. We're calling on you. The troops are being called on today. Save your kids, save your grandkids, and save souls, save lives. That's how you do it. So ladies and gentlemen, do you see the importance? Do you see what we're doing? Again, when you call and join this, just mention WMI. 
That's WMI, so we know that they were referred through this program because I support this. But WMI, I'm going to even put a link on my my website. But we are all about out of time. Uh, That means if we're out of time, we've lost our freedom. We might be arrested. You might be killed. You say, I can't believe it. They didn't believe it in Germany. Some of them didn't believe it until they went to the gas chambers thinking they were going to take a shower and they instead had cyanide poisoning. I'm sorry if this shocks you, but do your research. Worldministries.org, worldministries.org. My website, worldministries.org. Thousands of programs. You can watch seven days a week. My programs, worldministries.org, if you don't get my radio or television in your area. Thousands of pastoral articles you can read on my website. And when you're on my website, worldministries.org, join Eagle Saving Nations. We're trying to have a great awakening. All of us are trying, sitting right here. They're all members of Eagle Saving Nations. That's why I'm, I'm supporting them. We're trying to stop America from falling. We're trying to keep our freedoms. We're trying to keep our families. Closing comments, how can people help, Anna? Well, 30 thank seconds. you, Dr. Um, Hansen, for having us. And you know what? It, it's as simple as going and subscribing to the Flame newspaper at theflameusa.com and getting it into the hands of every single person you know. You said it. People do did not believe things were happening until they literally were dead. Um, so that's where we are. We, we are there. We're way behind. Um, and so this is a spiritual battle um, and Gideon's army needs to activate and not tomorrow, but now. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, 360-629-5248 is my phone number. We must get involved. Get this newspaper. Help us. My special guest, a friend of mine, Sydney Hemingmore. God has healed Sydney over the years. She has tremendous testimonies. If you haven't heard them on this warning program, go to worldministries.org, worldministries.org, and you can hear them. Healing from cancer and heart, and I'll tell you what, she has a testimony and many different healing testimonies. Once again, go to my website, worldministries.org. Now, Sydney, welcome back to the warning program. Thank you. Wherever you're watching or listening to this warning program, whether it's television or social media, radio, shortwave, welcome. And Sydney has been with me a number of years, clear back, I think, in 1998 when I came to Spokane with the Prophecy Club. I was uh, prophesying for three hours and praying for people for three hours. And you were, that's the first time you heard me. Absolutely. And that meeting was the most electrified or anointed. I have never experienced anything like it. It was like, like okay, you prophesied, you opened my eyes, or God opened my eyes to what America and especially the church is like. And so I could see and have an understanding through the prophecy that Jesus gave you. And then when you were done prophesying, getting ready to do the prayer, it's like something happened. I guess you'd call it the whole spirit of God. And it was like electrified like this. And I was with my elderly mom and my young daughter. The power and presence of God was so strong. They couldn't handle it. So, you know, they said, well, let's go. So we were leaving towards the back and and we met your previous wife. And so she was so kind and loving. And then And then we left. Well, the next thing that happened in our relationship 
is I was in this room here, laying on a couch, sleeping, almost like in this position here, almost. And all of a sudden, I was in a dream. You know, you could almost say, God sent you to me in a dream. You could almost say that. So this was the dream. The dream was my mom and I, and then a few other ladies were sitting in folding chairs. And you were standing up, uh, speaking to this small congregation. And then you pointed at me in this dream. And in the dream, you know, I looked around and thought, well, who's he pointing at? And then, yeah, it was me. And then you kept on preaching, but you made these movements. And this was the movement. You, you pointed to me and you gave the pray, pray. Okay, so that was the call to pray. Yes. And then you point to yourself. Okay, so I knew the call was to pray for you. Okay, then you pointed to God. So you were asking me to pray for God. Then you pointed to your mouth to give you words. So when I woke up, I called your, um, your office and told the dream because God called me to do that, Jonathan. Yes, yes. And that the dreams and visions, you know, when you when a person's under like the authority of, of a prophet, uh, the dreams and visions and anointing do come. I mean, there is a, such a powerful uh, presence of God on your life, on your, on your call, Jonathan. Well, praise the Lord, Sydney. Um, uh, you you saw me, uh, heard the prophecies for 9-11. Um, then it all happened exactly. Uh, New Orleans, again, went there three times prophesying about the very dikes going to break. Um, then it happened. Uh, North Korea, um, you, you, you wanted to be a part of that, uh, even in prayer and finances, because uh, on the verge of World War III, and then uh, went and prophesied over there, uh, right Absolutely. to North Korea. And so, uh, why don't you share some of that? Okay, well, I had had a dream on September 11th, 2002. And the dream, actually, I'd been on a 21-day fast, like Daniel was. And then at the end of that fast, I, I woke up, went back to sleep. And as I laid there asleep, somebody told me, I heard World War III will be in 15 years. Wow. Okay, so then, obviously, I was terrified and, you know, spent many, many years praying. Well, that date came around, Jonathan. And on that date, I thought the nukes would fly. Well, that's not what happened. On that date, we were being, um, oh, I guess you would say tormented or accosted and told by Kim Jong-un that he was going to launch the nukes. So what happened on that date is Trump went to the UN and he instituted um, sanctions, in other words, siege warfare. World War III had started, okay? 
then what happened is then you announced you were going to the DMZ. And I knew that God was calling you there. And that, that just the way when you were in, I think it was Rwanda, when God used you to stop the Hootsie and Tootsie. Yes, yes, uh, I understand. Slaughter. Okay, so what happened is I wanted to go with you, but um, in the spirit I was. So you and your people went. I was able to donate and fast and pray. So in the spirit, I was there with you. And and you prophesied at the DMZ. I saw you on video. And just like the the uh, prophets in the Old Testament, you know, Jeremiah for the rise and falls of nation, and Ezekiel, you know, he would prophesy to the wind, he'd prophesy to the mountains, just like that. You were standing there, and God gave the message, and you said basically that Kim Jong Un, he had to stand down now, or God was going to strike him dead. Well. Lo and behold, World War III was averted. The nukes did not fly. So there we are. So when that happened, I was just praising God. I was praising God that God was merciful to America. I was praising him for his mercy. You know, Sydney, until you reminded me of that, because uh, I prophesy all over the world, but... Uh, you're, you're right. I, I remember prophesying to the president of North Korea. Again, like you said, if you don't stand down, God will take your breath right out of your mouth and you'll fall over dead. And uh, he stood down. So He did. God was there. God was telling him and he did. Yeah, and it was on video and television and everything. And so uh, praise the Lord. I mean, we can stand in the gap. I mean, just like Moses stood in the gap against Pharaoh and uh, others, Daniel stood in the gap with Nebuchadnezzar, we can stand in the gap uh, if we know our God and we allow him to use us. We can still change nations, Sydney. Absolutely. Us, us regular people. In fact, you know who to me was the most exciting man who stood in the gap? That was Aaron. Yes. Okay, the Israelites, yeah, the Israelites had done really, really bad. I mean, and God was done. It was over. He was wiping them out. And you know what? He was coming, and he was. People were dropping dead. I forget how many. It may have been, I don't know, 12,000. I, I don't know. It was a lot. And then God told Moses, get out of here, Moses. And, and lo and behold, guess what Moses did? I thought he was going to run away and say, hey, I'm out of here. But you know what he did? He did not do that. He told Aaron. Now, Aaron was an old man. He was a grandpa, you know, a great grandpa. He was at <laughs> least in his 80s. Yes, so yes. He, he, yeah, he said, Aaron, you get your priestly garb on. And hasn't Jesus made us kings and priests and his God? That's right. I think he has. So he told Aaron, Aaron, you get your priestly garments on and you get your incense and you go out there. And the incense is basically prayer. So there's the priest, you know, us believers in Jesus. There's the incense, which is the prayer. And Aaron 
did face to face and toe to toe with the Shekinah glory of God. And there was people dead behind him. And Aaron literally stood there between the living and the dead and the mercy of God came down. And when I saw that, I thought, a human being can stand in front of God for mercy on the people? Absolutely. Amen. Amen. That's so true. Again, like you mentioned, Rwanda, where God gave me a word and I met with the parliament and the president inside uh, of Rwanda, the president of parliament, uh, sir, the majority of your parliamentarians and I shared with them clearly I didn't this is not my words this is God's words I'm I'm even embarrassed to say it but God calls your members of parliament a fool I shared the definition of a fool one that rejects the word of God the laws of God the morality of God and under your own laws and morality you have killed one-eighth of your population and unless there's a repentance from the beggar to the president, unless there's a repentance, this nation's damned. They will be always fighting coup after coup, vengeance after vengeance, because one-eighth of the population has been killed, and there's always going to want to be vengeance. Well, I left after sharing that word, and... Uh, I got a call two weeks later, Sydney. Uh, do you remember me, Reverend Hansen? I, I, I heard, I recognized his voice. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? The Parliament discussed your advice, and we've gone seven days. National repentance in the stadium, the national stadium of 70,000 people. And for seven days, they repented from uh, one tribe to the other, uh, to the president, to the beggar. The nation repented. The fighting has stopped, and it there hasn't been fighting now ever since that time. And that was clear back in the 1990s. That is so profound. That reminds me of when God told um, Jonah, get up to Nineveh because it's over for them. And then, of course, Jonah you know, wasn't going to go, but God got him there. And the king did that in Nineveh. They took a look at Jonah. They listened to his message. The king had all the people and the animals go on a fast and repent, and the mercy of God came down, spared them for another hundred years. Amen. Amen. Well, I'll tell you what, we could, we could talk on this area for a long time, uh, but people can look at my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, and read the prophecies. Read them. Uh, again, as, as Sydney said, I prophesied 9-11 on New York television for five days, and it happened. Uh, the skyscrapers fell. Blood flowed down thousands of faces. Still did they not repent. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, again, they went ahead and met in the Crystal Cathedral. Now, uh, New York personalities on radio and television heard me prophesying. They got a hold of me. Uh, you remember when they went into the cathedral to pray, uh, the movie stars, all the different religions, the politicians for peace. And uh, they asked me before that prayer, uh, Reverend Hansen, what do you think about this? And I said, well, I've, I've prayed about it during the night. And God calls it the prayer of abomination, the prayer of blasphemy. And yes. they said, what do you mean? I said, because yes. nobody repented. They pray to the different oh. gods, the different religions, uh, the movie stars. They just want to continue their X-rated movies. Uh, the politicians didn't repent of their corruption. There was no repentance. 
And now God says 1,000 times more people will die before there's a national revival. We're going to see millions of people dead in America, Sydney, before we have a national revival, a great awakening, a national revival. Sydney? All I can say is God have mercy. God have Amen. mercy. Amen. That's all I can say, Jonathan. I'll tell you what. Now, uh, uh, I went to all through Europe, and you're going to Europe. In fact, yes. that's why we're doing this program. Uh, yes. you, we talked the other day. You said you're going to Sweden. And uh, I've yeah. gone all through Europe, uh, clear back into the 1990s. In fact, I'm holding a newsletter in front of me, uh, dated December 10, 1999, the decline of Sweden. And then I'm yeah. looking at one, the fall of Finland and the beast. Yeah. I'm looking at another one, the future of Europe. I'm looking at another mm -hmm. one. WMI takes its message to Europe. You know, I went all through Europe, all through Sweden, uh, Finland, Norway, uh, Poland, Germany, uh, Czechoslovakia, Romania, and uh, mm -hmm. giving the warning. I remember sp uh, speaking in the Swedish uh church in stockholm the lutheran yes. national church with a yes. lutheran priest warning them yes. of sin at that time there they were pushing homosexuality and i warned them that this is going to bring judgment on sweden and uh now you tell me that uh those articles i wrote in finland uh that i had warned they would lose their sovereignty and you told me the other day finland has lost its sovereignty and Sweden is considered an atheist nation. Sydney? Well, I thought how to address this. And uh, I've been a young at heart world adventurer with my daughter since my husband passed away. So I can see a lot in different areas of the world. And I thought, well, how do I explain, you know, what I've experienced? And I. I just want to make uh, one quick note here, and then I thought we could go through the different countries and the parts of the prophecies that I've seen personally okay. come to pass. Yes. Um, okay, I guess the general message is, is uh, I've been to uh, Northern Europe around the Baltic states, and when we went into the cathedrals, uh, it was like a tourist trap, okay? They didn't even glorify Christ. Oh, they my. glorified history. Yeah. It, uh, so basically, the Holy Spirit is totally grieved. And then also the, the main thing, ex except for uh, the Anglican Church under the Queen, the main thing uh, was that they're treating Jesus like he's a non-issue, like he's an ancient relic, like this is the past, but we're now. So, you know, the point is, is Jesus is alive. He's the same today, yesterday, and forever. He's not an ancient relic. And people of the world, we all need to love him and worship him and come to him. So I thought what we would do is, you mentioned Sweden. Okay, so I've got, I'm looking, okay, there's Finland. Okay, okay, there's Russia. Oh, Sweden, okay. Okay, I'll just take a little bit here. Sweden, the word for Sweden is now. Now is the time to give the word in warning of urgency before persecution comes on the remnant in Sweden. 
Okay, so persecution and remnant. So what did I experience when I was there? So are, are you reading my, my article, The Decline of Sweden? Yes, let's see. Um, so I warned yeah, about... That was yeah, I warned March, them clear back in 1999. Yeah, March 21st, 1999, your warning prophecy to Sweden. And Sweden, Sweden, the word for Sweden is now. Now is the time to give the word, the warning of urgency before persecution. Okay, I saw Islamists. They're being taken over by Islamists. And you said before persecution comes to the remnant. So this is what I experienced when I was there. My daughter was living in Vastras. And it's just uh, uh, kind of like a deer park kind of a town, but like a hundred miles or so out of Stockholm. Yes. So a nice, yeah, a nice town. Well, I would say when I was walking through the parks there, at least up to two thirds were Islamists. Wow. Okay. And when my daughter and I, we're in their little grocery, uh, child care type of area. 90% were Islamists. Of course, you know, very lovely Islamist women and their babies. But we know that, what's his name? Mohammed told Islamists, if they're Christian, kill them. Okay, anybody who says Jesus is Lord, anybody who says Jesus died on the cross, was buried and resurrected, Mohammed commanded that we be killed. So basically, their country in some areas has been overtaken by a lot of Islamists. And I remember one day I was walking in the town, you know, by the ladies' dress stores and things like that. And there was this coffee shop. And all these Islamist men were sitting there. And I was walking by. And when I walked by them, I knew that if they had their way, they would stone me. You know, any woman that was not wearing a burqa, they would stone them and kill them like they're doing in Iran. I knew that that would be what was in their hearts. Consequently, I didn't walk by there anymore. So there's the persecution. When the gates were open to the Islamists, God allowed in the persecutors. Okay, then what about the remnant? What about the remnant though? Okay, so I was told by a young lady on a train that she declared it. She told me uh, Sweden is an atheist country. She told me that. I was wow. giving her. Wow. Yeah, I gave her my testimony. Okay, I told her Jesus healed me. Jesus is real, He is alive. And she says, oh, Sweden's an atheist country. So right out of the mouth of, of a Swedish person, atheism was declared basically their God. Okay, so, so now what about the remnant? You know, you prophesied persecution. Well, there's the Islamists commanded by Mo Mohammed to kill the uh, people who worship Jesus as Lord. And then the remnant. Now, this is very interesting. My daughter's there, and she's a Christian. Okay, so even though the, the white Swedish people who say they're atheists, and they do say that, 
God got a remnant there. God got my daughter. Okay, when I was there, I went to a dinner party at my daughter's house. There was the American Christian, and then there was a, uh, a, a Chaldean Christian, Chaldean or Assyrian Christian, a young man who had fled uh, Al-Qaeda from Kurdistan. He was there. I, I loved visiting with him and hearing his story and his family's accounting. So, so God brought an American remnant. God brought a, a Chaldean or Kurdish, Kurdistan, Chaldean, Assyrian, Christian remnant. Okay, so that's two at the party. There was two Swedish atheists. There was my son-in-law, a New Zealand atheist, and then there was uh, a Hindu, a Hindu from India. So the point that I'm making is even though the Swedish people are atheist, denying God, God still brought my daughter and, and this young man. So, so would you said in your prophecy, persecution comes to the remnant. Okay, there's the persecution. I saw it with my own eyes. I felt them wanting to stone me because I wouldn't wear a burqa. I felt that. But when you prophesied remnant, I thought, wow, God did bring a remnant. Now, and I, I met young people also from Mexico and South America. So in general, they would be um, believers in Jesus also. Now, now so, Sydney, we're out of time. Can you be with me tomorrow? Oh, I have so many of these things that I could say, yes, I could I could be with you decades or weeks, yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, I've had Sydney Hemingmore. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, the president of World Ministries International and Eagle Saving Nations. Go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. Look at my prophecies for Sweden, for America, for Finland, uh, and you will see in many more countries what God is saying today, including, again, America. Now, we're going to continue with Sydney tomorrow. Please join Eagle Saving Nations, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. We have to have another great awakening or this nation is falling. God bless you. Now, here is my friend, Scott Farah. And he's going to help you with your business. Scott? Jesus teaches us that we should never do anything without making a plan first. Most small business owners fail to follow this biblical principle and do not have a written plan for where they want to be in one year, three years, five years. Yet every large business has a written plan. Many who wish to start their own businesses do not develop a plan first. This is one of the major reasons that 80% of all small businesses fail within the first five years. God worked through me to develop a unique educational program for business people. Quite frankly, this program has changed people's lives. If you currently own a business or if you're thinking about going into business for yourself, you need the independence program. Visit our website, independenceprogram.training. And if you choose to purchase this unique educational program, make sure that you use promo code WMI. It will give you a 5% discount. So if what you have just heard resonates with you, and if you care, and you want to be an unsung hero, I implore you, please take a few seconds to call us today and leave a message with a short prayer for us. 
because we need to know that you are with us and care enough to be part of the spark with us so that together we can move God to send a great awakening that can reverse the inevitability of God's coming judgment according to what God spoke in Jeremiah 18, 7, and 8. We believe that if you joined hands with us, together we can save America from certain catastrophic judgment. So call now, okay? Dial 360-629-5248 and say a short prayer for us in your message and leave your phone number too, okay? So one more time, 360-629-5248. Thank you and God bless. Hello, Shannon. How did you like that? Hey, Brother EJ, that was a great interview. Praise God for that newspaper because we do need alternative means to get the word out and get the truth to people. Because again, like they said, mainstream media has all been compromised and just a propaganda arm of the uh, fascists in control. Just like the warning program is needed by everyone out there tuning in. This has been a lifeline for me and continues to be. Your program, Brother EJ, and the work you all are doing there at the warning program, it preaches the truth. Straight up truth, no compromise. That's why I love you all, and it's an honor to be here with you tonight. Brother EJ, once again, if someone would like to support the ministry of World Ministries International, would you give out your website again, please, also a contact number? Yes, it's worldministries.org. The telephone number here is 360-629-5248. Once again, 360-629-5248. You can also reach us by mail if you send it to WMI at P.O. Box 277 Stanwood, Washington 98292. And if you want to give a financial blessing to us, you can do it by Visa, MasterCard, American Express, Discover, PayPal, and Zelle. And if you use Zelle, use warning at worldministries.org. That's warning at worldministries.org. Also, when you go to the website, look at the Eagle Saving Nations, because this is the program that Dr. Hanson had given so that we can change this nation and bring it back unto biblical principles. And we want to thank you, Shannon Davis, so much for allowing us to be on your radio program. And I tell everybody, listen to Shannon Davis, Omega Man Radio. You will be enlightened like this newspaper that's being put out, which is telling the truth and not lies. God bless you. Thank you very much, Brother EJ. And we're looking forward to being on with you again next week. Would you like to close us in prayer? Lord, once again, we just want to thank you that we can give you all the glory for what you're doing, Lord, through these ministries, Lord. And for all those out there that are coming into unity at this time in the, in the faith of Jesus Christ, Lord, let that unity come together, Lord. We have denominationalism, which is separating the church, which is not a good way to explain the gospel of Jesus Christ. So let the denominationalism fail. Let it come into unity, Lord, in faith in Jesus. And everybody read Ephesians 4, chapter 4, to tell you that is how we can bring this nation back into faith. Lord, we thank you that you've given us the Holy Spirit to guide and direct our thoughts. Not man's thoughts, but the Holy Spirit's thought and his interpretation of the scripture. Thank you again for Shannon Davis. Bless him and his family and his ministry. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. Y'all have a great weekend over there. We'll see you next week, Brother EJ. God Looking bless you. Looking forward to it.